Hello, listeners and potential future son named Simeon or Simeona. Quick update on the podcast you're about to hear. In the podcast, we talk a lot about our upcoming marriage, which was and has always been scheduled for April 25th. In the podcast, we make it sound like we're definitely, definitely a million percent running forward with that. But in the wake of continual developments with the coronavirus, who knows? Just to let you all know, in the podcast, we made a lot of good cases for why we're going to move forward, why we're going to stick it out, why that's the most noble thing we can ever do. But please know that if we do not move forward, as is a very real possibility, that the reason we're going to do that is because we feel truly and honestly that's what the Lord is calling us to do, to protect not only our individual families, our grandparents, our parents, our loved ones, but also the world at large. And so please continue to pray for us as we make a very difficult decision. And probably by the time you listen to this, the decision will have been made. So please pray for our future wedding, our future marriage, and God bless. Enjoy the podcast. Here's the podcast. I'm Christine. And I'm Corey. <laughs> Dear Simeon, if you're listening to this, it means mom and dad got married, fell even more deeply in love, and had you. And so, we made this podcast. One for each year of your life. To let you in on what life was like before you. And hopefully give you some valuable insights along the way. Today is a very special day. Because it's the first podcast we've recorded in... Cody's Place. 2020. And? Um, March. No, like how many months? Oh, <laughs> many, many months. I don't know, maybe six months? It's been a hot minute. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look. I've listened to the last one a few times, which is weird and narcissistic. I listened to it a couple times too. We sound yeah. sad. <laughs> Hoping to bring a little more pep to this podcast. It's my angsty temperament. That too. So, today is, like I said, the first episode we recorded for probably six months or something. We went on a hiatus to work on ourselves, <laughs> to work on our engagement, and I figured... We needed a lot of work. Well, that's getting cut out for sure. <laughs> vulnerability. We don't be vulnerable. <laughs> This is Cody's thing. This is Cody's thing. So, last year was year zero. Last week was year... Six months ago, last week was year zero. Mm. Now we're on year one. So I decided we could sing a little song to our imaginary son, Simeon. What song? What song do you sing to people for their birthday? Happy birthday. Okay, then start us off. Feliz cumpleaños, Sati. Feliz... <laughs> Feliz cumpleaños a ti. Feliz cumpleaños a Simeon. Feliz cumpleaños a ti. I don't think that's actually how they sing it. They didn't sing it that way in Peru. But it's like the English-Spanish version. Anyway, happy birthday, Simeon. Happy first birthday. One revelation around the sun. Yep. If that thing is still burning by the time we pump out the old kids. We're <laughs> getting married nice. in a month. Yes. Theoretically. Theoretically. Um, so many people would say or agree that the world is simply collapsing right now. 
because we are in the midst of the crazy coronavirus pandemic. So if you don't know what that means, that means that the government has erased it from history and I'm here to tell you the truth. <laughs> this is not a conspiracy theory. We are living it right now. Corona's real, dude. Coronavirus. Corona's so, real. The novel coronavirus strain is a new strain. Um, I think they've actually... They don't really care about all this. ...named it. But I care. You also care about other stuff. Like you. And you care about me, so you'd let me share something that I care about. Okay. So, in the midst of this coronavirus, basically a month ago when we were planning our wedding, everything was normal. And within the last, I would say, what, two weeks, week and a half, all of these restrictions have come down to limit interaction with people. So, you're not supposed to leave your house if you don't need to. You're not supposed to touch anyone else, touch a lot of things uh, to prevent the spread of this virus. Social distancing is a huge thing right now. And the biggest thing that we've kind of encountered right now is that all public masses have been canceled for this time to limit big gatherings of people and that includes our wedding. So right now our wedding is planning to continue on April 25th 2020 with 10 people including us including the priest including witnesses. Brothers, sisters, you know your aunts and uncles. So much much different than we had initially planned or imagined. But hopefully in the future, we can have a bigger celebration of our entrance into the sacrament of marriage with all of our friends and family. Right, maybe it'll be conceived by then. Who knows? Yeah, it's exciting. So, now that News Channel KZ has wrapped up. I'll be on tonight again at 9 p.m. It's already 9.30. <laughs> I'm, I'm breaking all the rules. <laughs> Of all the rules of improv, you never, <laughs> yes, you, are. you never deny someone their, their bill. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Cody? So I had a couple thoughts. One, maybe out of self-indulgence, I would love to say, having listened to the podcast maybe a collective seven times in the last six months well, between the both of us, Okay. what do you think should be the aim of this podcast moving forward? News updates on the coronavirus, etc. <laughs> How do you think the last one went? What do you think we could have done, quote unquote, better? Who knows? Maybe people won't ever make it past that first one. <laughs> well, I would like to include kind of, you know, what's going on in our life at this time. I think it's, I think there's a lot of things that we could forget in six years when we're telling our kids or in 10 years, you know, when they're old enough to understand. So it's kind of cool to have this opportunity to share these stories as they're happening and take our kids or whoever else listens through this story and kind of walk along virtually in time. It's like, what's that old Disney show with Charlie and the webcam? I don't know what you're talking about. It's like a digital time capsule. Oh. It's called Forgetting Charlie Marshall or Hello Charlie, Welcome Charlie from the future. Uh, Bill from Bill the future? Is <laughs> no. that it? No. <laughs> well, Sure. A virtual time capsule, per se. But also, being able to share moments of Holy Spirit-guided wisdom and encounter with Jesus, especially in the scriptures, and how we personally have prayed with those or experienced those in relation to our hopeful future family. Yep. Perfect. What do you think we'll do differently in this episode that we didn't do last time or moving forward? I think that... Hmm... 
Very spaced thoughts. Stop. <laughs> I think that although we should incorporate scripture into our podcast and into what we talk about, uh, I don't really want it to be just like a Bible study. I don't want to just spew information on them. Like, I kind of want it to be a little more of just us. A little tete-a-tete. This is us, tete-a-tete. You think we can't tete-a-tete with the Bible? I think that's what we should do more. Okie dokie. Yep. Alright. Other things I noted that had got to go or got to change. What's got to go, Cody? Am I still on this podcast? Or are you firing me? Um. <laughs> do you yeah. hear the hesitancy? <laughs> Energy levels, like we mentioned, have got to go up because there's just no time for sad people. Actually, there are, there is. What's that movie? The Inside Out did, in fact, tell us that there are time for sad people and there's time for the blue memory balls. <laughs> there's just no good way to say that. There's times there's for There's a sadness. time for all emotion, anger, sadness, grief, happiness, joy. Yeah. But... I do think there's something to be said about joy. Galatians chapter 5, verse something, fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. I think joy is one of those. And as I've been saying to a lot of my friends that I've been able to talk to on the phone, we've been going through some kind of crazy times. Which my good friend Davide Bria from Italy, pray for him in the coronavirus, which is a thing. He told me that. Which means something in Italian. <laughs> What's it mean? I don't know. Say it again. Non lasciatevi rubare la speranza. Last part is hope. Yeah, that's pretty good. It means don't let them rob the hope. Or you could say non lasciatevi rubare la gioia. Don't let mm. them steal your joy. Don't let them steal your hope. Because Satan is a steal. He's a swiper. Swiper, no swiping. Yeah. And the last thing I wrote is heavy breathing. What do you think that means? Probably just heavy breathing. <laughs> Other questions I have for you. Do you think we'll stick it out? Do you think we'll be able to actually keep moving forward with this? Oh, yeah. What tells you that? You. Your dedication and your tenacity for things. Plus, this is just fun. If we were to not stick it out, why? I think if we weren't to stick it out, we would have just found a better way to achieve the goal. I think this is an awesome way for us that we come together and we talk about scripture and we not only give life and joy to each other, but like we're so excited to start a family and to see where God leads in that and where he loves and guides us. And I don't want to say that this is a way of jumping the gun, but in the same way that we pray for our future family or think or dream about what God will hopefully bless us with, this is our way of already starting to fulfill that foundation of how we are going to enrich our family for our kids in Jesus. Oh. oh, that's the other thing that we forgot about last podcast. Christina was very underwhelmed by my response to her very beautiful and touching letter. Okay, yes. If you listen to the first podcast, I mean, I'm a very romantic, very sappy, emotional flowery. woman. Yeah, I really love... Popery gestures of romance and of thoughtfulness and so when i i read this letter to cody that i had written you read it to them to yeah the I, to everyone but that to was Simeon. to Simeon. but that was also the first time you had heard it and i'd written it months prior basically when i had discerned in my heart that if you were to ask me to marry you that i would say yes and kind of my 
thoughts and prayers for our family. And I think your response was like, oh, that was nice or something. No, it was like pretty much what I just did two minutes ago, which is what reminded me when I said, wow. <laughs> which knowing Cody, I still know that he appreciates that. Like knowing him, knowing that this is a prayer of my heart and a big vulnerability, gifting that to him. I still know he appreciated it. I loved it. Loved it. It was powerful. Um, I almost wept. But did I say wept? I meant swept. Almost <laughs> went and got a broom. <laughs> but and then and that's something that I think we'll just continue to see in our relationship. I just love being romantic and sappy. Well, I did it again. <laughs> you know, Saint Paul once wrote that. The things you do, something, something redound to eternal glory. Redound is a great word of the day. Basically, if people listen to this podcast and somehow get holier or closer to God because of it, which could happen, then I think that will redound to Christine and I's heavenly bank accounts. (laughs) No, that's probably, I don't know. The Lord will say, Cody, Christine, you helped this person listening to this podcast, Get to Heaven, which is awesome. And I have to say, ooh, I got my wedding band, by the way. And on the, <laughs> on the inside... Completely of, other note. On the inside of my wedding band, there's a verse from John chapter 17, I think, which I'll, I'll even pull it up. This isn't story time yet, but it's... Uh, here we go. Yep, here we go. That one goes out to Luke Landiak, brother from the Muncie mother. We miss you, Luke. We do. I hope you listen to this. This will be a good challenge. Will Luke Landiak ever hear this, either with someone telling him? But we can't message him and let him know that we had a podcast. Can we do that? Can we say other people's names? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, it says, I do not pray. This is Jesus praying for the church right before his arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane as we approach Lent, as we approach Holy Week. I do not pray for these only, but also for those who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, and that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. And as I'm talking about how many people our podcast hopefully will reach, I think right now our first one has like probably about six views, six listens. That can't all be from different people. No, it's it's from me. Yeah. <laughs> but the the hope is... That us coming together is going to be collectively more evangeliz- evangelistic and more life-giving and more Christ-bearing than either of us could do. And so I just closed the Bible. But Jesus again says, I pray not only for these two, but for them, aka in this context, us, but also those that will be reached by those two. Hopefully you, Simeon. We love you. <laughs> so we want to evangelize and... Story time. Symbol crash crash. Oh. So that's the the call for story time. And so I think your mom, no, Christine, soon to be Fisher. Woo! She chose a the bedtime story for tonight from our favorite library, the Bible, or as I like to call it, the Biblary. Mm, that was extremely clever. Okay, so we are going to read the gospel from today, 
actually, again, as Cody mentioned, it's the solemnity of the Annunciation. So from our scripture last time, we're actually going back in time. So it's Luke chapter 1, 26 through 38. All right. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? An apt question. And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Oh, so good. This is the story, Simeon, of the Annunciation. This is the story of Mary's yes, of her falling before the Lord in trust in surrender, in giving her life and her reputation, her dreams, her wishes, her hopes, everything to the Lord, not in exchange for a dull or undesired future, but in supplication and in service to her God in which she trusts, knowing that within that trust she will achieve the greatest satisfaction in closeness with the Lord. And Every time that I'm struggling with what's going on in my life uh, or all these demands that I feel like are thrust upon me, I have to turn back to this this story. Really? Yeah. You actually, like, open the Bible and turn back to this story that often? I would say, like, a, at least a few times a year. So not, like, every day. Every time her life falls to shambles twice a year. You know, that's about, you know, the rotation. I was like, I didn't know you had some secret hidden devotion to this passage. And sometimes I get fiat winks where I specifically feel there's something that draws my mind immediately back to Mary's yes. Initially, it's a battle between my heart wanting to feel shame, basically for not perfectly imitating our perfect mother, not being that trustful, not being in that level of surrender, not saying that yes with truth and with everything in my heart, but God's grace really enters into that to push out the shame, which isn't meant for us to feel in that moment. That's not how God wants us to feel and shows me the opportunity, the opportunity to trust, the opportunity to grow and to simply see that this life is made not necessarily to perfect me, but to draw me to perfection, to draw me to the Lord and in heaven. Oh, that's good. I will be with him in perfection, but I know that I will never wake up a day on earth and be perfect. And I know that no matter what happens, like I should still not feel shame within that. Well, one of the things I've learned about Christine and I is our brains work very differently. Mm -hmm. And so everything she just said is just different wavelength for me. 
Yeah, we we both read the Joel shop a lot of times, many times. And sometimes I read the comments Christine wrote, and I'm just like, I don't know what she's saying. Mm-hmm. I think that about you, too. I guess that's because we both have our own brains. And what's cool is that if we have a child, if we're so blessed, that that child will have his or her own brain or brains. I think that... I agree with you. Our brains work very differently. But I've been saying this a lot lately, as much as you might not love me saying it. But. But. Don't say but. It's a kid's podcast. (laughs) Now I don't know what to say. I think that we are complementary. And I think that you're right. Sometimes when we're not entering into God with our differences, it's like oil and water. And it really doesn't mix. But. When we enter into our differences with the intention of serving the other. It could be like something else. Like? Peanut butter and jelly. Oh, so good. Not really. I don't really. It's lost its charm. Maybe like milk and cereal. Milk and cereal. Cereal. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, we love Mary. Mary gave a big yes. We hopefully will give a big yes to the Lord to get married. If that's what he calls us to do. Still an if. (laughs) Man, I'm excited for the ifs to be over. Yeah. We will, God willing, have a child. And someday we can give the Lord a fiat. And that will result in a soul or many souls being procreated. But right now, our yes is in the waiting. Which is still just as beautiful and valid. Yes is in the waiting. What is that? (laughs) Our yes is in the waiting. (laughs) Essentially, we did have a big yes recently to go forward with the wedding on the date planned versus postponing everything, celebration and ceremony, sacrament, to a later date when all of the coronavirus spread has diminished to, you know, be able to do it all at once, kind of how we've always dreamed, but... You know, it could be months, could be a year down the line. We don't really know right. when all of this is happening. And ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. And something that the priest that's doing our marriage prep said to us, either to you or to us, shout out to Father Kiter, is, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are doing this for the sacrament. And as beautiful as weddings can be, you know, with every detail planned and how you all imagine it and people and what people are wearing and decorations and all the things about a celebration are all super, super beautiful. But the most beautiful thing is literally both of us saying, I will lay down the entirety of my life to God in service to you as a husband or a wife. And that's something that we've had to come to grips with and reimagine our wedding and kind of lower our expectations for what we thought that day would look like. But one thing that's brought me comfort is thinking about the birth of Jesus and the humility of his birth. The most, one of the most wonderful, beautiful moments on earth in the entirety of life was in a dirty manger. And it was just Jesus and Mary and Joseph. And it was just them, and it was and the, the most beautiful. The <laughs> <laughs> they came later to just be it. Because, you know, you look at some of the most beautiful wedding images that I see are the bride and the groom. Or the bride and the groom looking up to the Eucharist. 
because that's, it's almost like the finding of the intimacy in a huge wedding celebration. You have to like search for it. And here it's like, well, this is all you got. All you have is the intimacy. It's intimate. It's small. There's no flashing lights. We might not even have music. And so it is just. But they'll know we're Christians by our love. <laughs> by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. By our love. <laughs> yes, yeah, so by Cody's going to hop up in the choir loft back and forth during our ceremony to give us a little shoot up. Okay, so lightning round. Every year, hopefully, we can talk about what's year one going to be like. We haven't talked much about that. We've kind of talked about mm -hmm. the, the marital lead up to year one. But what can we expect that the first year of having a child whose name may or may not be Simeon, but probably, let's face it, will be, what can <laughs> we expect that year will have been like? Uh, the first things that come to mind are diapers and no sleep. So how, how do diapers <laughs> and no sleep relate to everything we've talked about today? Fiat's. Like, yes, I'm going to roll over at 3 a.m. and feed this baby. <laughs> yes, I'm going to change off shifts with you so that we can both get some amount of sleep and raise this child. Why did future us do that all? For love of each other. And God and our baby. You almost forgot the baby. And the baby. What do you think the first year is going to be like? Lightning round. Quick, quick. Um, well, I wasn't prepared for that. Obviously. Okay. What? What? Are you looking forward to in the first year of a child? I think babies are cute. Well, I... I just want to say that something that makes me fall in love with you over and over and over is seeing you interact with kids. Especially, yeah. like, little babies. They love you. You're just so happy. Because they have peanut heads that I have a peanut head. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, uh, I reckon it's time to hear you. Stop. Hey, no, don't sign up like that. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Bowen, Bowen, uh, let's, let's close out here. Yeah? I'm from Canada. Stop. Okay, let's pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for the gift of Cody, for our ability to fully discern and enter into our engagement at this time, and to choose at this moment to go forward with our wedding date. We ask that all of our listeners... May they be Cody's of the future. Oh. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> For whoever they may be, um, pray that we get better at being podcasters and, and can fully enter into God's grace in these moments to spread the gospel, spread love and joy and light. And we pray this in your holy name. Amen. Amen.